Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Monday morning. Starting off a new month here, December corn futures up one and a quarter at uh, 569 and a half. January soybeans down six and a quarter at 1243 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat up 10 and a half cents at 783 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat up seven at 792 and three quarters. December spring wheat up 15 and a quarter at 1067 and a half into some fresh highs there. If you guys are listening on the podcast, uh, leave me a rating or or review on that Apple Podcast app in particular. If you are watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Uh, we are well over 3,000 subscribers. My goal is to get to 5,000. So if you are watching consistently, if you like the content, help me out, subscribe, and hit the like button on these videos. That would help as well. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, if you would like to know when, how, and specifically, I am advising cash grain sales. Um, I break down everything by crop, by crop year, by percentage. It's tracked every single day of the week. Um, this is in addition to my morning email, which goes out every business day uh, about just before I start these live streams. There's a text message service, all of my subscriber-only videos and content, a ton of information here, guys, for $49.99 a month. This is a standalone product. Uh, there's no other fee. There's no other obligation. I won't try to sell you anything else. It's an information service, so certainly check it out. This is all the grain market info you will ever need in one package. Uh, to start off this morning, let's talk about weather. The U.S. Corn Belt is going to dry out. And uh, this is a good thing because there have been some areas that have caught a ton of rain here over the last couple of weeks. Uh, you look at this, uh, really a good chunk of Iowa, uh, Missouri, a good chunk of Illinois, Indiana, into Michigan, Ohio, uh, even further further west, like areas of Nebraska, some areas of South Dakota. Those areas have seen three inches, four inches, some areas five inches of rain or more in total over the last 14 days. So you've definitely got some, I guess you could call them harvest delays at this point. And these guys would like to get wrapped up and get moving. Uh, the forecast looks pretty conducive to that. This is just a, a different map. This is the last three days of precipitation. Weekend rainfall is mostly in the eastern Corn Belt. But radar this morning, a little bit over Nebraska, a little bit over southern Iowa, but not a whole lot to speak of. Um, the next seven days, guys, is is dry for most of the Corn Belt. So people in those areas that had the three, four, five inches of rain in total over the last two weeks, uh, they should see some relief here. They should dry out, and uh, they should have a chance to wrap up harvest, I would imagine. Uh, it'll take longer in some areas than in others, but uh, in any case, you're not uh, going to see any sort of, of real significant uh, system move through the Corn Belt here over the next seven days. Fund traders have been aggressive buyers of the corn market. According to Friday's CFTC report, funds were net buyers of 23,000 contracts of corn in the week ending October 26th, which is last Tuesday. Private groups estimated that funds bought another 25 or 26,000 contracts just during the last three days of last week. So the estimated net long in the corn market for the funds at Friday's close was about 260,000. That is uh, large historically. It's not super extreme, but it's, it's getting there. Uh, the soybean market is much different by comparison. Funds were uh, small net buyers there. They hold a uh, modest net long position. I believe the estimate at Friday's close was about 27,000 contracts, so that's not extreme at all. Very modest position. Funds are probably about flat. The SRW wheat market at Friday's close maybe uh, slightly net long, but large speculators, uh, they like the corn market, and they have been adding to their positions there. They haven't been short corn or soybeans, for that matter, uh, in more than a year. USDA did report some flash sales on Friday. USDA confirmed that U.S. exporters sold 
279,000 metric tons of corn to Mexico. They also confirmed a 132,000 metric ton soybean sale to an unknown destination. There were three separate soybean sales, I think in total, uh, totaling 222,000. Um, I would imagine that China is responsible for some of these unknown soybean uh, purchases. Uh, Mexico, of course, responsible for the corn purchase. China has been totally absent from the corn market for months and months and months now. But uh, I would bet China had something to do with some of those uh, soybean sales. Global wheat prices continue to rise. Russian export prices increased again last week. I think according to a uh, Reuters article I read this morning, Russian wheat export prices have risen every single week for four consecutive months with the exception of one week. Uh, so you had crop issues in the U.S., Canada. Russia is doing this export tax deal. Um this is all these are all contributing factors that have pushed the wheat market to multi-year highs. SRW futures are very close to their August peak, whereas HRW futures traded their best level since 2014 just last week. Spring wheat futures traded their best level since June of 2011 just this morning. So fresh highs there. John Deere has reached a tentative agreement with its union employees, which are uh, United Auto Workers employees. The, the deal that they cut on Saturday, and it hasn't been ratified yet, but the deal would provide wage increases of 10% in the first year, 5% in the third year and the fifth year. There would also be some lump sum payments in the second, fourth, and sixth year in addition to bonuses. Uh, this is a tentative agreement that was reached on Saturday. Uh, the the, the uh, UAW president uh, made a statement. He sounded pretty optimistic, so I would imagine that this thing goes through. That strike began on October 14th, so if they can get off with a strike of only two or three weeks here, I suppose that uh, that may be one of the better case scenarios here. It probably could have been a lot worse. The U.S. stock market slated to all open at all-time highs this morning. The S&P, the Dow, and the NASDAQ uh, on the future side all indicate all-time highs on the cash open. The S&P lost more than 4% in September, but then gained uh, almost 7% in October. Earnings season's been generally positive. Investors continue to embed a, a bet on economic recovery. Uh, Fed policies remain generally favorable, although we could see some tapering begin this month. But the interest rate hike uh, is not going to happen until you know, another 12 months, uh, probably at the earliest. Reports this week, we've got export inspections today, crop progress after the close, ethanol production Wednesday, export sales Thursday. Uh, not a good close for the cattle market on Friday. Now that October cattle's off the board and, and it went up, but the deferred contracts were down again and the feeder cattle market's been under some pressure. Cash cattle trade was better last week. 126 in the south, as good as 127 in the north. Uh, the boxes were just a little bit higher on Friday. Head of the cash open, the U.S. dollar is flat. The S&P's up 19 points. Uh, the Dow's up 150. Again, the stock market should open at all-time highs here. Bonds off a little bit. Precious metals mixed. Crude oil is up 27 cents in the December WTI at 83.85. Everybody have a great week. Uh, I We'll talk to you guys same time tomorrow.